Welcome to Waiting on the Bonus Points, a fantasy Premier League podcast brought to you by the Herald Sports Desk. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Waiting on the Bonus Points. And as ever, I'm here with Mr. Gutman, Jack Vaughan. Hello, you okay? Mr. Emotional, Baron Cross. Hello. And of course, I'm the Sandman, <laughs> David Monday. And we're going to swing straight into what was an unbelievable, uh, unbelievable game week uh, at the end of uh, game week 11. Very much, some of you may remember game week five, I think it was, where it literally came down. I don't down think it's down to that level. To that the was bonus incredible, points. that one. It's not quite that level. Because no, at least that one's still, swung, swung still very, very close. Yeah. It came down to effectively bonus points on Sunday afternoon. Mm. And I have to admit, I, 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 we're going to start our recap of game week 11 by just saying that I was, I was actually at the cinema on Sunday afternoon watching Thor, uh, which is a great film, by the way. Far better place to be. Go, go, go and watch <laughs> it if you, if you can. Um, which means I'm actually going to leave you in the hands of the two guys who. So I was in the cinema on my phone every five seconds. You were those inconsiderate people that leave their phone off. <laughs> well, it wasn't Trying making to any noises. Brightness. Have a good was, have a look. Well, no, I, I just wanted to put it out of my mind. I just wanted to watch the film, and I could hear it going off, going off, and going off. So I can. I'm going to leave you in the capable hands of Jack Ball and Baron Cross to fill you in on what these two guys were panicking about. How many points on Sunday afternoon? How many well, points difference were there? Well, well, going into Sunday, I was I was quite confident because I think. Dave had asked, I think, earlier on the Sunday, you know, am I safe? And I said, yeah, you're, you're safe, and I'll, I should be fine as long as Morata or the Kure don't have worldies. And um, so I think overnight, I was, I, knew, I had a good week, and I knew David pretty much covered me on Sunday, unless Silver did something crazy. Yeah. Um, but I still, I remember going in Sunday thinking, yeah, I should be okay unless Jack does something crazy. I, I was going in Sunday, I was not confident in the slightest. Um, and then, I forgot, I mean, there were so many matches on Sunday, so we started off with, with Spurs, didn't we? And we both had Kane, so that didn't really matter. He, he failed us both. Both captained. <laughs> you finally joined the Kane club. You know, I finally joined the Kane club and now I want to leave. <laughs> and then we went into the City game, and I think the City game was ultimately probably what cost me. I mean, I got I had Silver, Sterling and Otamendi, and I was so, so pleased they all started. Uh, obviously, Silver and Sterling got me assists. You always want more, don't you? But, oh, you know, yeah. Assists, you know, it's not terrible. I got assists out of both of them. And Otamendi, of course, got his fifth yellow of the season. We only got me one point. And when Lacazette scored, that really hurt me. Because it's one of those matches where oh. you think, don't score, you're not going to win. So don't don't bother ruining the clean sheet. Why? Why? Also, it's worth pointing out that I have Jesus in my team and he was on the bench. Sorry, yes. You, you, you were yeah. delighted the fact yeah, he was did. on the bench. And I was, yeah, absolutely. I yeah. was cursing my luck I straight little... away. I, at that stage, when the teams came out, I was, I was so confident I wasn't going to get the, the forfeit. I wasn't that bothered. I was sort of pleased that Hazis didn't play, but I wasn't like massively bothered. I was. <laughs> um, and then we had, oh, and then we had Chelsea United and Everton Watford simultaneously, mm. didn't we? And mm. the big, the big sort of uh, opposition was basically Morata v Lukaku, wasn't it? You had Morata, I had Lukaku. Ironically, on this podcast last week, we both backed the, each other's striker <laughs> to, to outscore one another. So the game went on, and you know. I suppose we, how, how we need to break it down sort of, don't we, sort of by time. And you, you obviously had the, the sort of ace in the pack was the Kure at Goodison Park with Watford, who I didn't, I didn't have any cover at Everton or Watford. Well, the great thing is, was I was already clear, and what was it, half an hour in, Richarlison just takes me even further yeah. away from you both. Just Completely out the record. It must be so nice as well for oh. someone that's been in the sort of forfeit mire so many weeks oh. uh, just, to just to not be away from it for to one just Sunday. watch that conversation you two just kind of like what this what about this oh oh i need these it's funny because oh. when it's we talk fantastic. to each other we really do feel each other's pain don't we we, we know <laughs> we're going through exactly we, the same we've been of it together at the bottom of the table before so we know yeah. how horrible it is um so i think timeline wise i think it, we, nothing really happened basically until Morata scored and then and then obviously that was fantastic for you and i think before bonus points that brought us pretty tight and i was sort of hypothesizing about Oh well, the, the bonus points, and you can back me up, Dave. The bonus points do oh. change after full time, yeah, don't yeah. they? So yeah, I was exactly. still sort of had a bit of hope, 
Lukaku did nothing which really really hurt me in the end. I think Lukaku is, is in the end the reason why I was in the I was in during the, the game during the game as well. Morata drops a one bonus point. He did, yeah. He was, he was up and down. Yeah, he was so up and down. And um, you guys are tracking his and, specific bonus points. And like the, the weirdest thing Eagles. is Decore in the end. I think they got the bonus point as well. Which yeah, Decore did, did well, nothing on paper yeah. at Watford, but came away with the bonus points, which shows how good a player he is yeah. for, for FPL because he's still picking up bonus points despite losing. Um, Five so, goals in that game. He wasn't involved in a single yeah, one. Not and he still gets a bonus point. So in the end, I think it was. Um, I was also still hoping that Silva was going to pop up with a bonus point or two because mm. he was really close to Ramsey in the BPS. Yeah. Uh, but then, as it was, I think it became clear Morata was going to get enough bonus points to beat me anyway. Uh, and then in the end, Dakuri put the boot in because he got bonus point right like in the last minute or so, <laughs> and, I, and I, that's when I oh. knew. So I, well, I don't think it was a dramatic because at least with no. the Mkhitary and Lukaku situation, you two, it was going literally from yeah. each to one of these swinging. After, it changed after full time. Yeah, and we were all so. watching the same one game. We were all watching it, yeah. And, and yeah, that was that was definitely the most tense moment so far. But this game, this game close. This is definitely a close. Myself and Baron as so well. Was, was, people may have worked out now. I have got my second forfeit. <laughs> Should in we say how many points we all got? How yeah, close yeah. it? Let them so, finish it. Um, I, I finished on fifty six. My four point hit, which you guys mocked me for mercilessly this week, I still beat you both. So I'm quite happy with that. Jack, you got. I got forty six. I got 44 that's how close it was that's how close it was behind Jack two points and basically if Arsenal hadn't scored you wouldn't be doing a forfeit yeah. if so uh, Silver got a couple of extra bonus yeah. points you wouldn't be doing yeah. one so you're two more so bonus it's, points it's, it's worth bearing this in mind when you realise what the forfeit is blame those people <laughs> no Dave's already teed me up as to who I should be blaming <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was he's, he's, he's such I, I did ask his permission whether this would be well, good or not. Well, I did say that there would be debate on that subject. So, um, <laughs> before we reveal what your forfeit is, we have to ask you, Baron, to pick a number. Is that correct, Jack? That was your idea. That was my idea to, to, to make this slightly more Why? bearable. Whenever it's you, right, you two have done so many forfeits <laughs> and you've never seen... I, I've never picked either of your forfeits. You two have been doing each other over for 11 weeks yeah, and suddenly I'm now getting them loaded We've, we've been waiting for this moment for so long. Well, Jack, you wanted to it's make... Gotta be some, some, you got, it's got to be level with what you two have been doing, though. Jack, no, to be fair, I've got numbers. To be, to, fair, I, to be fair, I to be fair, I would do this one. Yeah, but if, if it's but significantly, it can't be significantly worse than what you two have been I, doing. What do you think mm, it is? I think if you if if I had to do either this versus the five or six that I've done, I'd probably choose this. If I had to just do one, I'll do this over the chili one that I did. So, so Jack, would you? Me. But Jack, you wanted to make a point about. What, how terrible it has been for me and you, didn't you? I know that you had a piece to say about that. Did and, I? Yeah, yeah. Well, and and the forfeits that Baron has already done. Oh no, no! We were just debating in the car that we're, we're trying to make ourselves feel a bit better because this is quite a bad one, and I, I feel bad now. He's looking at me. I can't, I can't look <laughs> into his the, eyes. It's, it's, we were just eyes. saying that you've only done an impression so far. But, but, but the fact I haven't done some shouldn't then go against me. But <laughs> no, no, like, no, I, I shouldn't. I, I shouldn't get ten game weeks worth of forfeit in one. <laughs> no, this is one. This is one. 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 One forfeit. It's right, what, it is one forfeit. Don't it, worry. It's, one so, it's not as bad as one day we tried to kill me with all that. Well, okay, well, if, I mean. Uh, we're winding him up. I was saying to Dave, right? I mean, I've now, I've, I've, I mean, like last week, for instance, I didn't, I wasn't really too fussed about the forfeit, but now I'm motivated. So if it is that bad and we're pushing it on, I am happy to go to war with you each week, and I will bring the most disgusting stuff oh, you can think of. I'll go to effort and expense. Should we, uh, should we just make him do a tweet instead? I, I, I did bring an alternative, but I think I left it in the car. Okay, okay so what numbers I got? Right, go on. So, so you got to pick a number between five and ten. Right. So you probably now want to pick nine, but I yeah, will go number. with. Nine. Nine. Right, so Jack, would you like to reveal... So there were five options. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, sorry. No, 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 no. I'm preempting you. So Jack, would you like to reveal what you have purchased for Baron to consume? <laughs> of course it's Jack purchasing. Well, no, hang on, right. <laughs> then, before I reveal it, I messaged him and said, should we do this? And we did debate it, and it was a joint agreement in the end, because no, I can't no, do no, that no, your no. permission, I, so I said you, you can't back this out. Is all, this is all on you, but I won't stop it. 
Right, I'll, I'll, I'll show you the um the, the top. You ever seen any of these products before? Oh yeah, I watched. Yeah, I watched that. Yeah. So okay, this is what it is. Uh, this could be the first one that you refuse to do. So you, you pick nine. So you've got to eat nine of these. What? So I could have picked five. Yeah, yeah. you could have picked five. All right, okay. There you go. What are they? They've been flavoured. So oh, yeah, I'll eat those. I don't think it would be that bad. I think they taste alright. Just to clarify for the people who can't see where they're going to listen to it. Forget we're recording a podcast. We have got a video. We have bought, or sorry, Jack has bought some I Am a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. That's quite inventive. That are crickets, I believe. I've, I've, I did ask someone who's had these before, and they said they taste like popcorn. So they actually taste yeah. too bad. Yeah, I would, gonna, I would never have given you something. Jack, Jack had always made the point to me when I was uncertain whether or not Baron should eat these that he hasn't just picked them up off the floor yeah, and yeah. just like under they are, they are, they are they're sterilized. In a, a nice, plastic packaging. <laughs> and they are to flavored fair, with what flavor are they? I've, salt and vinegar. Salt and vinegar. I've gained a lot of respect for Baron for just taking that on. Yeah, I have to admit, like Fred, like he was getting quite worried, and then all of a sudden, oh yeah, 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 I'll eat those. So you got to eat one at a time. One at a time. Yeah, yeah. Fair play. It's quite nice. Oh, so, so the thing I'm is, you made a point. Jack, I did say I thought it'd be like, quite nice, did I not? Technically, speaking, viewers are now enjoying the infighting. As, as long as, as long as, as, as long as he has no issue the mentally speaking with the crickets, Four. it's not flavoured with chili. <laughs> I did, I did say I think they'll, they'll be all right if we even get through the mental part. I mean, fair, fair Six. play. I mean, Six. he's enjoying he's going, them. He's, he's going just right. down them. Probably the whole bucket. Should we hold him to that? No, I picked my number. <laughs> in two weeks' time, Barrett's going to be flying off to the jungle. I think he would do hey, quite well. That's true. I can't believe how easy you've done that. When you've done this, can you do the Jimmy Bullard? Like, I, could definitely talk, I could definitely pull them on I, I knew I could do it. Right, so... Get me out of here! <laughs> so do you know, do you know there, was, there was an alternative? If you refused okay, yeah. to do it, we would have had a, a secret forfeit which you could have picked. Oh, fair enough having a backup in case. Yeah, yeah. But this, this one's worse. Oh, this one is oh, worse. Oh, we're going to show them what it is. I'm going to make it. don't want to keep it secret for the next time. No, because I don't want to do the same type of thing. And Barrett, to be fair... Then who's going to eat it if he doesn't do it? I'll give it to someone for Christmas. Okay. There was another. There was another. I'm a celebrity thing. Have a look what it was. This, this is worse. It was a scorpion in a chocolate bar. That's disgusting. <laughs> See, that was. We worse. chose the right one, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's. I mean, the chocolate would have been alright, but a, scor- a scorpion's quite large. <laughs> well, that's, that's a significant yeah. undertaking. When I, when I saw it, I was like, "That is quite big." Yeah. <laughs> But um, well, well but, done. But I'm going to shake you by hand, bro. And that was that was yeah, stellar well, that, work. That, you didn't even press He me. was so worried as to what it was, and he was like, "Oh yeah, whatever, I'll do that." It, it's really quite a nice relief, isn't it, when you're so worried what the ball is going to be? Yeah, you know, speaking from experience, and then it's something that you don't mind doing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not actually a good idea for you too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, got a good. Well, idea. no, no, that was, that was. I mean, like because we've we've obviously been struggling for ideas. That was a good oh, idea. Yeah. But as I said, like I said, does it taste like popcorn? That's what. A little bit, yeah. That's all the person. I probably have to pick them out my teeth later. So, and that's all. That's all Otamendi's fault, or technically Lacazette's fault. Oh, so many people's fault. <laughs> well, that's, that's not going to make a great video, because unfortunately yeah, sorry, you sorry. did really well. It's <laughs> <Some laughs> massive camera anymore. It's a massive anti-clock. I've been... I didn't have my sort of humiliating, like, yeah, chilly, oh, chilly oh, sick coming out my mouth. I mentioned oh. to David, I thought it would be more of a mental thing. It was, I was yeah, looking forward yeah. to your reaction when you saw what it oh, was, rather than the actual yeah. eating it, and yeah. you, didn't, you just... You just I, I always watch I'm a Celebrity thinking, I probably would have a go at that. The things like the, oh, the, the eyes, like the shark eyes, is probably that's the sort of stuff I'd struggle with because you've got to burst it. But the actual, like the widgety well, grubs and stuff, I'd well, probably have a go. There we go. Well, we, know to, we know what to do for your next forfeit then. Just no. get down to the barbican. Yeah. Just because I've done that really like <laughs> confidently doesn't mean we now have to like just go shark beyond. Eyes. <laughs> Kangaroo anus. That's what they do on the oh, machine. Oh, oh, you have to tip the parental advisory now. Well, well done. Congratulations. Yeah, let's yeah, those wise crowds. I feel, I feel, I feel like that, that we're not going to get a chance for a long time to give him no, another one now. No, so, well, so, you well, know, let's, let's, we're going to talk about sort of he's won strategies and stuff like that, aren't we? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, what, obviously you've been kind of mentioning wild card, Baron. Obviously, this is your 
yeah, second I mean, forfeit of the season so, has that pushed you into that I, I think I think initially it was a bit of a knee jerk I mean I mean, Dave you've had I mean, on bad weeks like you've oh, yeah. rage isn't there mm-hmm. and you just think like the only option I've got to sort of protest on how bad this is is the wild card and yeah I said it. I think we we said it as well, didn't we? On Sunday, I was thinking that the Ottomani suspension might have pushed me into it. But I've been thinking about it for a few days now, and I just think if I was to play a wild card now, I don't think my big hits would be that different. I think I would pick Sterling, I would pick Salah, I would pick Kane, I would pick Lukaku, and you take Abraham because he's the best option at that price. I mean, mm. my defense probably would change quite significantly. I was going to say your defense. You, I'd you... probably keep the same goalkeepers. Elliot, oh, right. I'll probably change Foster. I keep Elliot. Would you feel that if you get to a point where it's getting close to January and you've not used it? Would that yeah, be a well, that, that's the other point. Is it you? You have got to use it at some point, mm-hmm. and you've got to use it so you make it worthwhile. So you've got you know you, you enjoy a few weeks with it. So I'm I'm keeping an eye on it week by week. I mean, I mean, I know there's been a few international pullouts. I mean, if any of those actually sort of click over into red, I mean, I've got four people on flags. Ottomendi's well, one of them, but I don't think they'll come to anything. But if they do, then I'd, I'd be forced into it. But I think it was just a knee-jerk reaction, and I think actually I hit, I hit average. I hit the worldwide average, and I think as long as I'm at average or above, you know, I, sh- I should be okay. And what what you've had tables. the season? What you've had hitting average every now I've and again. I've got a bit, yeah, I've got a bit of a leeway. I mean, and people like Day. I mean, I think broadly speaking, maybe six or seven of the people behind me in the Game of Thrones league all pretty much got sort of early fifties. So it right, took a bit yeah. out of me, but only we're, talk, we're talking seven or eight points. Well, I mean, putting, talking about where you are, I mean, you're still you know, about 20, 30 points clear at the top of the, of the work league and yeah. your overall ranking in the whole world is, is 50,000 still, which is it's, pretty impressive. To it's say, it's quite sad to notice that I've dropped to the bottom of our work league. Yeah. <laughs> just, Despite the fact you're, you're, you're above had, average. I've had quite a few good weeks as well. I just, I just People below me are doing better and the people above me are doing a bit worse. The so. person who was bottom of the league before uh, this game week no, got yeah, more points than story. anyone else in the league. They got 76 points, which is why you're now bottom. And they wildcarded and brought in Courtois, Maguire. Um, they, brought, they brought in David Luiz, who didn't play, which then brought in Duffy, who got seven. Ben Mee got eight. They had Shakiri with 13. Murray, uh, Glenn Murray with eight. Who's, you know, possibly making a case to be the replacement for Abraham, if he wanted one. Um, Jesus and, and Aguero. So he, he had a fantastic team. And interestingly, he actually had both City strikers on a week where they both scored. So, you know, maybe you've just got a bit unlucky there, Jack, but... <laughs> Ooh, I'm not too bothered about dropping because the gap has closed between some of the higher teams. It's yeah. not as you have pulled yourself back so. into the rest of the league, haven't you? So, but speaking of leagues <laughs> that Jack is in, we're going to move on to something else. You, you are, are listening, listening to, to waiting, waiting on, on the, the bonus, bonus points. points. A couple of weeks ago, uh, mentioned that Jack was below his own mother in his personal family and friends fantasy premier league and we figured that um that, that probably warranted a bit more attention we we as in as in everyone but jack <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we can reveal again that she is still considerably above him um after game week 11 she, you actually beat your mum this week you got five more points than your mum but the problem was that because she's still 50 points ahead of you that's that's quite embarrassing so just just to clarify again there's 20 people in his league jack is now 14th he's gone above his little brother brett which is which is good it's never good to be below your little brother because you know generally speaking older siblings mm. you want to be the best at whatever it is you're doing um your mum's actually moved down to sixth from fifth thankfully uh both me and baron have more points in there as well which is why is this, we like, this is like a new addition to like awesome watch and spring watch family watch oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> But it does actually. But going to pop out of the cupboard in a minute. <laughs> it does actually get better because obviously, like being like being having less points than your own mum is kind of embarrassing anyway. But it's even more embarrassing when it's obvious she's not really playing the game anymore. Yeah. So what we did, we printed out your mum's team from game week eleven and discovered that Tom Heaton has been on her bench for like seven to eight game weeks, which means she and she made no transfers in in game week eleven. She still has uh, where's they gone? Tom Carroll's still there. Um, 
Ben Davis is still there. She actually has Rajiv Van La Parra on the bench. Oof, with third sub. Uh, so it's Forster, Valencia, Milner, who everybody thought about at the beginning of the season and then realised he's not playing. So again, further proof your mum is not How many transfers has she made in, in total? Though? That's in the total? Uh, let's, let's, let's double check how many transfers your mum has made in total. Oh, well, but, this is why I don't live with any of my family anymore. I have to move out. <laughs> so like, like we said, it's, it's embarrassing enough that she's above you, but it's also the fact that she doesn't really play anymore. She's made six transfers all season in 11 game weeks, and I think... The average between the rest of us is probably about 18. This is the trouble, though. I think the best people are making the least transfers because you've made a lot less than me and David. Yeah, I've as well. I'm, I just think... trying, I'm, I'm really, I'm really, I'm, and this week is going to test me, but I'm, if I don't have my wild card, I'm really reticent to take a full point here. Have you taken a hit yet this season? Yes, but it was with three transfers. Yeah, so it's more, more worth it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's that's the one thing for me which hurts most about being so below David. Is he, you take point hits every single week normally. Sometimes it sometimes it helps. I mean, I, it has annoyed me over the last couple of weeks, but I feel that I'm actually now finally in a position where, as long as no injuries, like so, Sterling and Kane, for example, I don't think they're injured. Like they're clear not injured. It's international break. But if they are actually injured, that will annoy me a bit because this is the first week in a while where I look at my team and go, I'm not going to make any transfers for game week twelve. Feels good. It feels so good. And sometimes you have to take some four point hits along the way to get to that kind of stage. Especially if you played your wild card. Yeah, exactly. So you know, I mean, my annoyingly, yeah, it is two weeks after my wild card and I'm taking a four point hit each time. But I, Kane, I actually, isn't it? It's the Kane, it's the Kane yeah. injury. Kane injuries ruined them. So, but I'm now at a stage where I feel like I can do what your mum does every week, which is make no transfers. So, well. If my mum's listened to this, then I, I won't be seeing you for the foreseeable <laughs> until you're below me in the league table. Brilliant. You are listening to Waiting, Waiting on, on the, the Bonus, bonus points. points. So we're going to move on to our big debate now. So uh, we would like to set ourselves a couple of questions based on the previous game week and things coming up in the future. And then once we finish this, we'll move on to questions from the community. So our first question this week concerns a <coughs> Liverpool midfielder who is absolutely smashing up the Premier League this year and we will actually have him so you know I mean I can guess what the answer is here but my question is for people out there who don't have him yet is Mohamed Salah an essential FPL asset let's start with you Jack what do you think without doubt especially looking at Liverpool's upcoming fixtures mm. they've got such a good run I think they've won two three four five six out of the next seven game weeks are all rated two um, the only ones rated four is Liverpool against Chelsea but they've got such such good such good fixtures, and he's he's a lot cheaper than quite a few midfielders, and he, he's he's he, he can just score he can just score goals, can't he? Mm. From, from anything, if Liverpool aren't playing well, he's he he can make the difference, and he he, he can just shoot from anywhere. And he takes penalties annoyingly a couple of weeks ago. He missed one, <laughs> um, but he still managed on that week. He still finished on four points. I think that he is one of the most desired yeah. midfielders. If you don't have him, I think yeah. you're going to be on a hiding to nothing if you don't have him. I think him. You think you're right, man. I think the the fixtures are so so attractive, and you, you need an asset in that Liverpool attack, and he's the overwhelming favourite. I mean, Mane's come back from injury, and we all know Mane's always going to be scoring points. He's a very very good FPL player, but I think he's he's a scorer of more impressive goals. Like he scores tricky goals, he scores long range shots, he scores goals when you don't expect there to be a goal. But Salah is just in and around the six yard box, just banging tappings in. Mm. And how satisfying are they? <laughs> like as an FPL player, if like the whole Liverpool team works on a goal, but you're you've got the guy that just taps it into the back post, and you get the, you get the five points. It feels so good. Yeah. And on, on the flip side of that, I just wanted, I wanted something I wanted to talk to you about. Sterling missed a tap in, and I thought yeah. straight away when he, when he got the slight push in the back, isn't it? Yeah, that's so. I mean, <laughs> that's City, isn't it? I mean, City scored three, but like when you see the, the amount of chances they create or the amount of times they get forward, and you think one more pass and they're in. Mm. 
How many times do they get to that phase where one more pass and they're through? And it, it could be five or six every game at the moment. But it's, you, you, when you're watching these games, when you've got oh, your fans, you're you're just when, when players are being greedy and not passing to your players, yeah. through on goal, yeah. pass the ball. Yeah, they don't do it. It's incredibly and frustrating. It's you've mentioned Man City because I think Man City <coughs> forms a part of the Salah discussion. The great thing about Salah is that because um, the thing with the City assets, we've all said, and our guests who come on have all said, the thing about City is all of their assets, you know they're going to score, it's just when are they going to play. Yes. With Salah, he plays every week, yeah. and he scores as well. So, and you know, and his price isn't so prohibitive that you can't, you can't, you can get him in mm. and get two of the, the City midfielders in as yeah. well. I mean, it's not like you're getting a Sanchez at 11 8 or yeah, yeah. a Hazard at 10 6, and you have to juggle a bit more of that with Salah you can get him in and have like a decent four man midfield if yeah, you want exactly I mean uh, I mean, his price is obviously on the up so I mean yeah. if nine by the time he's 9-4 so mm-hmm. by the time you're, I mean he he is going to be probably the most I think he already is the most expensive Liverpool asset um, but but points per million is uh, I haven't got the exact figure but it is very very good because I mean he's scored seven goals in the league so far this year same three as Lukaku exactly. well he's got 72 points seven bonus po- seven. Uh, seven bonus points so yeah he is the, the eight, second eight points per million that's, that's right so Around. yeah so he's um, the second top goal scorer in the top, top point scorer in the game behind Leroy Sané so and the interesting thing is if Liverpool aren't playing well he still produces exactly like you don't need game. to be in you know like if Man United yeah. don't play well they don't score goals whereas mm. if Liverpool aren't playing well Salah can still do they, they, they lose at Le- Leicester away. Uh, and he no, scored. They won, no, they won that. I think. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. right. There. But I mean, Coutinho he, scored, didn't he? That's right. I mean, I think the, the key sort of particular statistics with him is that, and um, when you look at a heat map of Liverpool and average positions of players, his is closer to the goal than anyone else, including Firmino, which just goes to show you that they they aren't playing with a recognised striker, which actually means a lot of the chances fall to him, just naturally as that guy who's the furthest forward, and he is slightly wide, which makes him harder to mark as well. And of course, there's the fact that he's had more shots than any other midfielder other than Richarlison. And the only people in the game who've had more shots than him are Kane, Lukaku, and Richarlison. So, um, and his shot accuracy, I believe, is now up to something like seventy yeah. percent. So his shot accuracy is actually now improving. His one he's, downside. He's, he's a possible season. captain pick over the next few weeks yeah, for exactly. fixtures. I mean, I think people, and if you haven't got any, you have to get. I him. noticed annoyingly he was all of our vice captains this yes. week as well. Which <laughs> well, we, we were terrified. I mean, we're going to talk about Kane, aren't we? But yes. I mean. Um, I came close to making Salah, yeah. but I just thought I'm too you scared. Can't, you can't not. Kane is terrifying. The fear. to Palace, you could have destroyed them. Yeah. But that's the, that's a bit of solace you take from this. If, if you pick Kane and he doesn't do well, exactly. as captain, everyone else got him, so at least you don't feel too hard yeah. done by. Well, you mentioned Kane there, so uh, we're going to talk about Kane's in inverted commas injury and other international break issues. So, um, you know, what what do we do about this this injury count? I know what the answer is, but this is mainly for people listening who like to make knee-jerk reactions to <laughs> injury news. So, Baron, I know you feel particularly passionate on this subject. Yeah. What should we do about Harry Kane's Don't sell flag? Harry Kane. <laughs> I think um, I, was, um, I was I was working Sunday, so I only had sort of one eye on the Spurs game, but it wasn't until afterwards. I I must have missed it live, but I must have done he actually got an injury. Like yes. he, he picked up a knock-off knee Fossey Mensah. Uh, first half. So, um, I didn't see that, and obviously he went off at... 75 odd minutes and yeah. I thought that was just because he wasn't scoring and they were protecting his hamstring but obviously he was carrying a knock of some kind and I think it's, it's quite nice they pulled back the England squad for us I think if he'd gone into England games with that knock and picked up an injury it would have been terrible but at least with Spurs you know, he's got two weeks of rest if he needs it mm. so I think he'll be fine and I think with the rigmarole we've been through over the past two weeks I mean he's he's basically wrecked my two free transfers I could have given my defence a makeover in that time if he just played through but instead that's to spend one free transfer getting him out and then another getting him back in. So please, 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 if you're listening, don't get rid of Harry. Uh, no, sorry, do. Get rid of Harry Kane so that he's my differential on you. But, so bang up the advice and not yeah. Yeah, your team. If I'm being honest, yeah, don't don't sell him. I mean, at least yeah. wait until... I mean, he's worth waiting for Poch's press conference on the Friday before we go back to action, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, at that stage, if Poch says, yeah, he's 
miraculously not got better, then you know, then then you move him out. But not for now. No, it's far too early. Yeah. I mean, that, that, the fact that he's not playing for England is is really good, isn't it? Because it means he will get that rest. Spurs can just manage him. And you know, if if his knee injury was not bad enough for him to have to come off immediately, then exactly, surely yeah, exactly. like can't be twelve days terrible, roughly yeah. of not playing any mm-hmm. football is. And and I would fully expect you know on that Friday, Poch to be like, you play. And he, and he is quite a robust player, isn't he? Yeah, he yeah. doesn't get injured often. And also, yeah. I've got a feeling if the games actually meant something, they weren't friendlies, he might have played and Agreed. gone through it fine. So yeah. He's that kind of player, why, yeah. why risk your best player in a friendly? Mm. Yeah, the, the only downside for anyone in this is that Gareth Southgate probably feels like that bloke who manages a Sunday league football <laughs> And, uh, you know, is anyone playing goal? You know, but, you know, hey, who cares about England? So, um, um, our final sort of question we set ourselves is more of a personal one each, which is which? What is the biggest lesson you've learned from the first eleven weeks? Like any anything in particular that I mean, obviously we've all played it for years, so it's not like we're we're rookie managers. But every year, the, the, each season has different kind of trends. There's different, you know, mm. sort of little idiosyncrasies, shall we say? Um, Jack, is there anything that you've particularly learnt from this season, or just about FPL? Not not so much that I've learned, but it's reinforced the fact that I shouldn't make as many changes as I do. But I'm never going to change. I'm never going to not make the ch- make <laughs> yeah. the changes. I'm I am I do make rash decisions. I do make them quite early normally. And, and especially this year, I, I've been a lot more conscious of price rises and price drops. I've never been as focused on yeah, that as I have been in the past mm. years. So, on I can't remember, maybe it was Monday, I, I was off work. So I was looking at potential things that I might do, and I, I made I made three different changes, and then an eight point hit, and I was thinking, should I press eight? Should I do it? Should I beat any? <laughs> should, I, should, should I beat any? Should I beat oh, any possible days, price like, rises? Well, price two days drops? into the international break, eight point hit. Should I? I didn't do it. I didn't do it. But the fact you even thought about it though that's just oh I was just like I like to have a look what I could do with my yeah, team yeah, no, you see and the, temp- so, yeah. the temptation of the gut man is always to just press yeah. that save and then quickly shut your laptop lid <laughs> but I didn't do it I didn't do it but, but, so no I've not learnt anything it's just reiterating the fact that I shouldn't make as many changes as I do but like I said I will always make changes I will never not be able to <laughs> I think um, I'm the same Jack actually I think um, since Dave's sort of really kicked on our fantasy Premier League coverage uh, he obviously become far more aware of fantasy footy fix you've talked about them quite a lot and we've done a lot of stuff with them and Although I don't have their sort of full account, as it were, I, I'm now aware of their price predictor, which is yeah. obviously very invaluable. And like you say, I've never, I've always been one. I've always followed the Austin rule as a, <laughs> who got the assist with tellers. Yeah, and I've always waited until the Friday because mainly because I never took it that seriously. It was a game to me, and I thought Friday's my FPL day. You know, I sit down and I'll do it properly. But before then, I won't really pay much attention because mm. I don't want to make transfers that can get injured. So, but this year because they've got the price predictor there, you can sort of watch. Oh, yeah. which way the, the, the money's going and it does almost force your hand sometimes doesn't yeah. it and you've got yeah. to be so strong to wait so that, when you don't make the changes then you see someone's price has gone up you're thinking I should have just done it I know that, that's exactly because because when they don't get injured you think why didn't I just get them in at a cheaper price mm-hmm. um, so that I mean I, I agree with Jack on that one and the other one is, is probably the transfers I think um, like you say I've I've, I've done quite well this season it's because I don't feel I chase the points like for instance I still haven't got Richarlison and that, that panics me but I've had bigger fires to put out, if you like. I mean, he's. I'd love to get him in, but I just... Uh, I suppose you still have the wild card. You could get him in. When yeah, I think that's the way something. I'm seeing it. I think I, I don't think my team needs total makeover yet, so I'm, uh, I'm sort of waiting for that. But. Interested to find out your opinion. As someone that's struggled in the past and doing yeah. really well this year, do, do you see a correlation in la- no, well, less changes to more I've tried, success? I've, I've tried to think you know, what, what has been the big difference this year, and I, I, I can't think what it is. I, I, I've always said, you know, off air and on air, I think the game is massively about luck. I mean... You, you, you need knowledge, for instance, you need to know who's going to play. Like You can basically pick who's going to play, but then the rest of it is up to them. And I don't know, really. I mean, I, I feel like I go through the same routine as they were transfers. Do you normally make more transfers than you do this, have done this year? No, or? I mean, I think last year when, when you and I were languishing, I think when you are the lower down the table you are, you may as well start taking risks and start taking four-point hits because then it panics other people. Because if you're bringing in those players that they don't want to take a hit for and they, and they score big, 
then um, then you start making gains. So um, I think because I'm because I'm doing so well, I haven't had to take those hits. Yeah, and hasn't been forced as much as it. So uh, I think it was it wasn't this week, but last week. You know when you lost because you had taken the four point hit. Yeah, yeah. See, because because of the cane injury, mm-hmm. I was so keen on getting Duffy in. Oh, right, if I'd yeah. brought him in and taken the four point hit, I'd have done the, the forfeit. It's so tight. Isn't so it? that was an example in my mind. Mm. Don't if you can avoid it, don't take the four point hit because, like you just said, have faith in what you've got. Mm. Like, make you one transfer, but then just don't don't change things for the sake of it. Have faith that you've got other men who play football who can score points as well <laughs> and, if, right? and if you can't do what you've done previous, previously and not make any for two weeks and have the free yeah that's why i mean that's that's the ideal world i mean if, if you earlier on in the season i was able to do that mm. a couple of times um, i made transfers to take it like one week i took bertrand out for cedric just to save money because i had nothing else i needed to do but now i'm in a situation where i just die in charge of free transfers <laughs> every week just to keep up with with the team so it'll be interesting at the end of the season to see how many points we would have had without taking the hits yeah, yeah, i'm sure that someone yeah. will build a, a widget for that we should definitely mm-hmm. try that interesting that you've mentioned um, the price rise and you, you guys are now more aware of it than you were before obviously i started using it probably about 12 months ago um and i started last season really quite poorly and it and it generally speaking helped my second half of last season improve but i think what i've learned from these sort of first 11 weeks is that the price isn't everything and it's mm-hmm. very very important but it isn't all of the game because um, d- just to give you some statistics to prove that Baron is still 40 points ahead of me roughly, 40, 50, yeah, roughly yeah. Um, and yet my team value is yeah. is, is significantly yeah. better than yours so yeah. mine's, mine's 102.5 yeah. if you add what's in the bank to my, my yeah, current yeah. on the pitch and yours is 101.7 so that's a difference of 0.8 I believe yeah um, and, that, and, and Baron is having a much much better season than me even though there have been times when he's not bought in players when they've been informed when mm. he's maybe waited for them to go up in price to see if they're fit things yeah. like that um you know, I mean, generally speaking, I'm I'm, I'm happy with my, where, the way my team is now, and I know that when I wildcard again in the future, I'll probably have more money to spend. I mean, we've all got pretty good team value, so it's not like that won't be the case for all of us. But um, generally speaking, I think, um, yeah, if you if follow those price rises if, for the players that you want, but don't just buy a player because well, they're about to go up in price yeah. and other people have got them. Absolutely, you know, just yeah. carefully be, be balance man. Yeah. And like Baron said, sometimes you've got to be uh, patient and, and content with what you have. If you're yeah. confident roughly in your team, you know, is there an advantage in bringing in players from other people's teams when you could get over them if your players do better than theirs? So it's, it's just, you know, don't think about price as much as perhaps maybe as I've said before. Mm. I'm definitely going to take less of an interest in price It'll still form 80% of my strategy, but mm. just not 100% like it has done in the past. To me, Baron's success has, has sort of taught me in a way to sort of realise what people's values are and, and have more faith in them because of that. Like, for example, if I have a football, whatever Abraham was had price-wise at the start season, five, five, yeah. you don't shouldn't expect eight points every week. And because yeah. he wasn't doing well, I took him out, but you kept faith in him. I've had to tell myself off. that yeah. as well. <laughs> And also, don't agree to do four foot a day. That's another lesson we've all learned. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did kind of land it on everybody at the at the beginning of the season. Like, oh yeah. By the way, we're going to do four foot. But I think I think everybody is uh, has rather enjoyed the experience, even if uh, when they're not know, doing them. When they're not doing them, exactly. You, you are, are listening, listening to waiting, waiting on, on the, the bonus, bonus points. points. So obviously, we just talked about things that we've uh, set as questions for ourselves. We are now going to see what the community wants to ask us, and these questions are always a little bit more out there a little bit more interesting and a little bit more wacky so um, let's start us off with Sanjay who says should I buy Steve Cook he scored an amazing goal against Newcastle uh, Baron would you like to begrudgingly um, take I, this question I, I, <laughs> without checking Steve Cook's starts I would say yes because Bournemouth's fixtures are I think unparalleled I think I think Bournemouth and Palace have got equally good runs over the next five or six weeks better than Liverpool better than Chelsea and for the price of players in those teams they are so worth it because you bring them in 
low prices, as Jack's just said. You're not going to expect big points every week, but they've got the fixtures to at least give you the chance. Mm. So I've got Simon Francis with Bournemouth, which I'm very, very happy with. I've had him since the start. Um, Steve I've, Cook, I, I need to, I've, I've got a feeling Steve Cook has been rotated in the past. Um, so he's 4-8, uh, just to, to give you the price. And then, yes, he, he made he didn't start game week one. Yeah. Played 90 minutes, 2-3 and 4. Didn't play 5. Played 11 minutes in 6. Didn't play 7. And then played 8-10 yeah. and 11. Rested so as a sub. Yeah, so that, I, I so. think it's a temptation. Because he's scored, obviously, that's why the, uh, yes, of the, course, the yeah. person's asked. So I think it's a temptation. So I would say... No to Steve Cook, but yes to a Bournemouth defender. Yeah. So I mean, Francis, Francis is a similar price. He's four eight, is he? So Steve Cook is four eight. So if you're looking so at four Francis eight, is four four. Yeah, I mean, Francis and he's is four, four. captain. And Charlie Daniels is four eight, and can often play as a left winger. So Dan- yeah, or even better point. Yeah. If you're going to pay that much money, get Daniels. Yeah, it's interesting looking at Bournemouth's results because I've you know I've just got this idea in my head that their defence is awful because of how they start of the season, but they've actually really tightened up. Yeah, they've not yeah, seen more than one goal in one, two, three, four, five in more than five games. Me and have been looking at their run of fixtures over the next five weeks for a while which is why we both now have Bournemouth defenders mm. and we were kind of waiting and we've been benching them for a, a lot because yeah you're right they hadn't shown much but in the last two away games at the very least you know going winning 2-1 at Stoke and they've gone and won at Newcastle as well and, and you know pushed I mean, annoyingly people who have Newcastle defenders like me and Baron were oh. quite gutted by that late goal and those oh, of us cool. who support that team as well also yeah. rather angry um, <laughs> but I mean Watching match of the day, they kind of were pushing for that. I think Bournemouth were looking the more likely to score. Mm, second half. So, you know, they're clearly offering quite a lot. Um, and there's not really any attackers that stand I'm out. Yeah. for Stanislas. Yeah, we, we just need oh, someone like Stanislas or Ryan Fraser was doing all right at the end of last yeah. season. Or Andrew, ironically, Andrew Sermon is their top scoring outfield yeah. player who isn't a defender um, at 4-7. So you could get him, but I don't know. I don't know how close he's going to be to the goals. But if you're going to get someone, yeah, Francis or, mm. or Daniels would be who I would mm. go for. Um, another question, which is probably going to be a quick one. We don't, we don't, we don't really know the answer to this one. It's from Mahmood, who says, is Paul Pogba still alive? Um, because obviously, he's just, he's, apparently he's not even at Man United. And uh, Mourinho yeah, has quoted him saying, saying that, I don't know where he is. Where he is. I don't know. I don't when know. he's ready, he'll come back. <laughs> yeah, it's that big a bigger deal. He's currently in hell, and he's going to come do, back. Do you think that excuse will wash at work? Just, just, <laughs> sell, just to stay away from Yeah, can you imagine your manager just like, oh yeah, do you know where Jack is right now? No, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. He'll come back when he's ready. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that suits me. Yeah. I think I'd like him to come back because he can sort Lukaku out. Nice. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, when he does come back, that will that will put United in a better position. Because that's the thing you mentioned uh, with the Chelsea game. Like you were dying to sell him, but their run of fixtures. We could, could be now, back yeah. to next, next three are very good. We could, we could be back to classic Lukaku because they're not, playing teams I'm, like Newcastle and, and Brighton. Well, well, then we hope he is then, Jack. <laughs> and we can make you eat a scorpion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got uh, another. <laughs> I love this one. Uh, this is from Peter, who says. What's your perfect Sunday? Oh, <laughs> is that your brother? Might be. Uh, <laughs> love that. Yeah. My perfect Sunday. That's a genuine question. Perfect Sunday in uh, in thirty seconds flat, Jack. What's well, your in perfect fa- Sunday? In football terms. Or well, it could be anything. Could be watching hot. Oh, well, Sunday does involve FPL. Yeah. <laughs> when when all my players score about eight goals each, which <laughs> no, I'll no, tell you no, what, no, you have to the, start it with no. My perfect Sunday. Yeah. First, my per- no, I can't, I can't do accents. <laughs> so my perfect Sunday starts with me not working, hopefully, mm. and then just my players doing well and messaging you two, and your yeah. players aren't doing well. So it's it's not happened though. much this year. It really hasn't. And we all have, we all have a great relationship in terms of FPL and chatting about it and the way we talk about yeah, our work. Yeah. We're we're very competitive, and but it's all good fun as well. Mm. And there's a lot of stress to it. So it's it's 
I've got to be honest, seeing you panic is probably my highlight. <laughs> now, me, me, and, me and Ben, for, for people listening, we, we, we were absolutely really riveted and riveted this week. Yeah. We really wound him up. And I think it ended up with you saying, Jack, do you want to do the FPL stuff this week then? And I was like, well, no, you said that we should do because. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I thought that was a bit touchy. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, well, basically, what happened was, was I it was it. a case it, of. Um, was it the fact that I'd taken that four point hit on Thursday night before Kane? That's right, I'd rumbled your. You were like, didn't know that people could see your transfers. You like, yeah, Dave's taken a four point hit before the press. That's what I point out to people. You can see that. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. I mean, I, the thing is, I don't, I, I've never actually said you should always follow it because there will be times where you know it makes sense to do it, especially if you haven't got the money. Well, if you haven't got the money to bring that player in, sometimes you've got to do it before the price rise. This is what we said though. We should bring. We're going to bring in a new a new area of the podcast called what Dave said and then yeah, what Dave we, did. We start quoting Dave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so so well, this is privately and publicly. So that, that's why I said, well, Jack, you you write that section because I'm not going to write a section so, that takes the make so out. So yeah, I've got to be honest. I'm getting under your skin. I went through all the effort to take the make out of you and your mum. So it's about time you gave me something in return. You wait till next forfeit. No, no. Honestly, I mean, I honestly do mean this as nice as possible, but get under your skin yeah, no, the I FPL stuff is I one of my favourite things because, on Sunday because you've never known a time where you've been finished higher than me in fact <laughs> that's why it's so exciting for you and that's just fa- I'm talking about facts well, I'm going so. to have to ramp it up a bit more this week I think uh, so I can under, you know the what is it the wind blows hardest on the tallest trees so Baron understands because he's about seven foot tall <laughs> and uh, you know when, when you're near the top end of fantasy Premier League those near the bottom end obviously want to wind you up so that does make it a lot of sense so come on Dave what's your perfect Sunday then my perfect Sunday would be I don't, I don't actually know if it would involve FBL because it's so stressful oh I, that's a good point like I think my perfect Sunday would just be probably not watch match of the day Saturday night so I can have an early night, get up Sunday morning and watch match of the day because I just prefer that. Oh, is that your preference? That's my preference, oh, yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. Um, then probably just read a book, maybe play football with my friends. and bit of, bit of football manager? Bit, well, well, no, too much stress. Anything that would cause see, stress. See, see, see that, so yeah, your so perfect stressful. Sunday, you, you've involved other people and now it makes me look sad that my perfect Sunday would be to see you get into your skin. <laughs> maybe I need to get out more. Yeah, Baron, yeah maybe yours? I think, um, yeah... Probably getting up, having a nice big breakfast, oh, yeah. a bit of a fry up, um, maybe watching a bit of Fossers. Sort of, maybe. <laughs> or like a decent drama like The Fall, as, Fall as Jack has got into. A good TV drama, just to binge on for a few hours in the mid morning to late morning. Um, wait for the kickoffs, it would involve the football yeah, for me. Like, you would I watch think, it, wouldn't you? Yeah. A super Sunday like we just had. I mean, having that, imagine having that at home on the Sunday. That, 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 Chelsea, that Chelsea United game was fantastic. It really yeah, was. Game, Instead yeah. of a super Sunday involving like West Brom, Burnley, exactly. Bournemouth and Newcastle. And, and I think, yeah, I mean, the perfect Sunday, of course, is if like, not to be unrealistic, but like just like three or four goals from players in your team would just be, you know, just, it just really makes it feel so good. Oh, and a roast. A roast has to be in the house. Yeah, oh, yeah. And a roast. As long as you don't have to wash it up. Game. With Yorkshire puddings and bread for the gravy afterwards. <laughs> one last question. Just a quick, short and serious one. Is Jones secure when Rojo is back? And yes. I, 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 I think so too. But I mean, my, my official answer would be wait for Mourinho to talk about it. Is he, is he close to a return? Is well, he's, he's on his way back. He loves so. Jones though, doesn't he? And, and Jones, Jones. Well, I mean, first Jones to Smalling or Bailly yes absolutely I mean because they've rotated around him mm. one thing that you said um, earlier this week Baron was uh, something about an injury to, to, to Jones you know if he gets injured this that, and everything else but the, the point is is that we've, we've decided he's always injured but he's always yellow flag not time. injured at the same time because clearly he is made of sterner stuff than mere human beings he's been waving that yellow flag for so long <laughs> <laughs> right so that brings us to the end of our questions from the community so we started last week with a brand new section called Friday Night Deadline and FBR Quiz and we, the one thing that we said we needed this week was some sound effects so uh, we're going to introduce the section slightly differently this week it's going to be Friday Night Deadline oh it didn't work let's try that again <laughs> drum roll let's try that again <laughs> Friday Night Deadline 
There we go. We have sound effects. Right, so this week, because Beren won last week, Beren is going to ask the questions. And uh, we have. I'll give you the key for the sound effects, Beren. Yeah, I, I was about to say I need that. So don't worry about the intro music. You just need the buzzer for a correct answer. Which, which we run through them so everybody knows it. If you get an answer correct, you will hear this noise. If you get your answer wrong, you'll hear this noise. Uh, obviously, we have five seconds to answer our questions. If we run out of those five seconds, we hear this. And then the winner, when they seal the deal with their winning question, will hear this. There we go. So satisfying. And Baron is in charge of the effects this week, so let's just... Is there, there any questions there. about my team this week? Because I'm not prepared. <laughs> Have you not? Okay, so I've gone with 12 questions because Dave set the precedent last week. Um, so did we decide, did we decide who's going to go first? Um, I think it was a case of whoever got the lowest points gets to pick first, as in, in game week points gets to go first. So, me, so Jack gets to pick the first question. Okay, so one, 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 to, one to 12. Obviously, there's a mix of questions on yours and Dave's team, so it's just is, unlucky if you pick Dave's team. Is there team. one is football it, non-FBL question, question about... and one non-football question as well? Because... Or something like that. Is there they're all pretty much FPL questions. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Just just to be aware of what I've got to prepare myself. Yeah, for. they're all they're all very very FPL centric. Just like to say, last pub quiz I was in, we won. So. Just just to point out as well the fact that you you say there that just as luck if I get Dave's questions, but I got my question about my own team. I was actually I was actually, so, actually going to look at his team this morning to prepare myself. And I, I forgot. Have <laughs> right, yeah, okay, so I'll go, right, it, it didn't work for me last time, but I'll go to try again. Number seven is my lucky number. Okay, so if you want to write your own team. Oh God. I don't think you get it right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Um, I've got to like look at the time and press the. the Do you want to move that onto your knee? Would that be easier? Oh, that's probably yeah. Okay. yeah. As long as the, the mic can pick it up, I think we should be fine. Yeah. Okay. So, what is Jack's current squad? Right. So, that's answer straight away. I won't start the time straight away. So, what is Jack's current squad value? And you can be within half a million. Half a million. One hundred and one. Yes, that is right. So. There we go, one nil Jack. You, you little faith, Baron. <laughs> so your actual value is it's very close. It, you've got within one, so it's it's one hundred and one point one. Wow. So you could have had from one hundred point six to one hundred and one point six. So yes. Jack got one right. Wow. I was here when that I, happened. I lost five two. I got two right last week. Um, I'm going to go with Baron's favourite number, number nine. Okay. How many? What about your own team, Ed? Okay. How many members of this week's game of this game week's dream team Whoa. did David have? Two. Wrong. Oh, oh David, you're losing. Was it Pope, Salah, and... Um, oh, who else would it be? You had one. I had what? Was it De Salah? Salah? Oh, I thought it was. I thought Pope was the other one. Who was the one nil Jack? Yes. Wow. <laughs> well, unfortunately, that's all we've got time for this week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Have you got it's early days. Oh off, yeah, off, yeah. Off the early days. Early days, lads. Okay, so I'll pick again. I'll go for number one. Okay, so Harry Kane was the most captained player in game week 11. How many people gave him the armband and you can be within 200,000? God, 500,000. Wrong. Here he comes. 1,449,000. 785. Was that not, was that not within 200,000 of what I said? No. Uh, you said <laughs> half a million. It was oh. a third of his ownership. Wow. Would wow. you Would you have got close to that? I would have been around, I would have been closer to what Jack said. Oh, really? But I don't even know. 1.4 million. How, million. I don't think how many players are there? I don't even it's know. Five million. Five million. Five million so that's, that's, that's nearly a third of... Yeah, nearly a third of people who just play the game. Yeah. So it's... Um, so it's 1-0 Jack and Dave's got the chance to go level here. Okay, here we go. The chancel. Number? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, three. 
Okay, so how many... So you can be within 10, okay. this answer. Okay. How many points did the Game Week 11 Dream Team register? 87. Oh, can I get an answer this one? Is it 122? Oh, no, that's the, that was the manager. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. So oh. the Game Week Dream Team, you've got to remember, we're talking big numbers here. Yeah, yeah. 127. <laughs> 1-0 Jack I would have got that right yeah still 1-0 well you know what we said in the office yesterday we need to let Jack win one so this, he can write the question <laughs> <laughs> have you got any right yet Dave no. it's, it's 1-0 Jack two, questions, two questions, down. questions to go since the invention of this quiz have you got any right yet no I got that one right I've got to enjoy it the one at last right uh, on, number, number yeah. 12 then okay so oh this is a good one I think Dave would get this oh Whose current price has risen by more since the start of the season? David Silver or a Charleston? Silver. That's correct, isn't it? That is yeah. correct. 2-0. Silver has risen I, by 0. 0.5 and Richarlison has risen by 0. 0. 0.4. Silver, I do love a 50-50. <laughs> Pressure's on. So, so it is 2-0, Jack, and Dave needs to get this right yeah. to stay in touch. This is a lot harder than I thought. Like, I, I prefer writing the questions. <laughs> Mr. I won the quiz last yeah, week. Yeah, no, number. Know. Uh, oh, yeah, of course, yeah, 11. Oh, no, I picked a hard one again. Oh. They're all quite hard to be fair. Well, I, wouldn't, I knew that last one. That's the first one I actually knew the answer to. Name one of the two players matched at the top of the game with form of 9.0. Two of them, uh, Salah and Sane. Yeah, I asked for one of the two, but oh. Sane is one. Oh, okay. <sighs> and yeah, 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 interestingly... The other one, I, I expected you to get Sané, but the other one was Gazaniga. Really? Because obviously he wow. came in for one game with yeah, Spurs, course, got yeah. nine points, and his form was technically 9-0. So yeah, exactly. That's why I said one of two. So, oh, okay. yeah, so Sané, and that is right. So it's 2-1, three, three questions, questions down. Okay. We're halfway. Halfway there. Jack. The eyes now. Right. What numbers can we have? Like? Two, four, five, six, eight, and ten. Five. Oh. This is about our old friend Chancel. In which game week did Chancel and Bemba last register points? Six. Oh, I would have said six. Yes. It's actually six. Oh, wow. That's oh what I would have said. Jack well. is flying. <laughs> Three, one, Jack. This is mad. This is mad. I've never been so I can't believe you got that. It's just... I know. I was going to say six. If really? That was my question. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Oh, so... Man. Three, well one, done. Dave. Yeah, well done, Jack, so far. Pressure's on. Try answering your own questions, right? Go on, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know all of yours, but I don't know mine. Two, four, six, oh, eight yeah, or ten. Uh, eight. Well, ironically, it's all even numbers left. Uh, <laughs> eight, did you say? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, this is one about you. You should get this. Oh, please. Okay. Who has David captained most this season? Rom Lukaku. Yeah, spot on. Three, two. Six times Rom's got the, the armband from Dave. Oh, six of 11. I nearly said Harry Kane. Oh, I wasn't sure. Yeah, so you are, you've got Lukaku six, Kane three, Richarlison one, Salah one. Oh, yeah, don't remind me about Richarlison. <laughs> we'll be on three, two. Three, yeah. How many more questions are there? Two questions each. Oh, it's, oh, it's tense. Oh, it's really tight. Yeah, it's you really need Jack tight. to drop points. Come on, Jack. Come on, Jack. Okay, so we've got two, four, six, and ten. Ten. Okay, this, this, you, this should be gettable. Okay, which four players, you need to get all four, are currently, so you need to get them quickly, are currently worth more than £11 million in the game? Sanchez, Kane, Lukaku, Aguero. Yes. Oh. I, I, like, I feel like running around, but I'm over the microphone. What's this? 4-2. Four, 4-2, two. Four, two, we're in Dave's... Well, Dave needs to get both right to even level it. Oh, man. No pressure, Dave. Mr. I won the quiz last week. Oh, I know. <laughs> right, 2, 4, or 6? 2. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna stare you out. Remember, if I get this wrong, you have to play the goal theme for him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you are right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> so um, <In> hands. <laughs> wow. So three Liverpool players were in the game week eleven dream team this week. Yeah. Mohamed Salah was one of them. Name the other two. Uh, Gomez and Matip. Oh no. Jack is the winner. That's amazing. Well, well done, mate. Well done. Mane and Matip. Oh, I got one of them. Oh. Gomez was in it the week before, wasn't he? I think so. Yeah, yeah. that's why I said I actually it. feel like it's won the Premier League. <laughs> so, so Jack has won. So we've got... That's we've got well, we finish off as we did last week. Yeah, yeah. So you've got so, four or six. So what's the current score, sorry, Dave? 4-2 four, two. Four, two to Jack. Yeah. Unassailable lead. Yeah. What, what's the, what option size? Four or six. Six. What about yourself? Um... How many times has Jack been below the average average game week point score? I don't reckon that many. I'll, I'll go two. Surely he's way more than that. The bottom of the table. <laughs> Six. Let's get that wrong answer right. There we go. And he's forfeited the quiz. So, so Dave, if he gets it right, does make it look respectable. Yeah, yeah, Bring it back to 4-3. So, so you've got question. number four. Okay. okay, And it's about a man we've talked about. Okay. Steve Cook yeah. was the joint highest point scorer in game week 11. Yeah. How many goals did he score last season? Two? Yes! Oh, <laughs> that was a total guess. <laughs> it's respectable. Four, Yay. three. That was a complete guess. That was. That, that I was bloody love this question. quiz. That was a hard question. That was. Well, that brings it to the end. <laughs> yeah, that's like I said. Well done, Jack. I'll show you Jack, Jack well is on questions next week. Yeah. Well, there we go. At least we've rotated it. Maybe that was on purpose. I don't know. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for getting those effects in there, Baron, as well. Were the questions okay, questions, lads? Yeah, good questions. Yeah, they were great. Questions. Questions. They, they were they were tricky, but we like a test. Yeah. So that that's exactly what. I, we I was I was telling I've told Baron during the week that I I found a picture that I'm going to use for the time I get questions. I've got a picture based on questions. Oh, wow! I look forward to that. Yeah, no, I look forward to that. You are listening to Waiting, Waiting on, on the Bonus, bonus points. points. So we're going to leave you with our stat of the week this week, which is uh, rather interesting. Uh, it's from the Chelsea game, and what we discovered from looking at the heat maps of the game was that Romelu Lukaku was not the most furthest forward in that game. We've already sort of we're going to loosely talk about him now. Romelu Lukaku, would you get him back after game week eleven? No. Baron, would you get? You've obviously got him. You're going to sell him? No. I'm not going to sell him either. The person who was furthest forward was actually Marcus Rashford. That's our stat of the week. So anyone who's looking for someone who can maybe get you a cheap way into Man United's attack over the next couple of weeks, Marcus Rashford might be the way to go. As we said, the most furthest forward in their biggest game of the season, and it wasn't even Lukaku. But hey, there is an asterisk next to Rashford's name, though, isn't there? That is, of course. That is, of course, true because he's a rotation risk and has had a bit of an injury as well. So do bear that in mind. Um, obviously, as ever, we've got lots of stuff on the website this week. We've got our, um, we're going to have stuff about the international break. It's not going to be quite as uh, fully loaded as usual. Uh, I nearly said we'd have who to sign this week, who to captain, but of course we won't have that this week because there are no games. Um, so yeah, we'll be following that. Um, we're kind of running a little bit of a series on the website right now of just sort of looking back on the first 11 weeks. It's the first sizable chunk of the season that we've had. Um, uh, FBL Chief, who's uh, well known on Twitter, has written us a piece on the lessons he's learned from the first five weeks. And uh, I'll, I'll be doing something similar later in the week as well. Um, as ever, Jack, would you like to put out a plea for forfeits? We need to do this on Twitter because I don't <laughs> think we've had one. We've, I think we're doing all right so far. We are, we are doing it. I'm struggling to come up with ideas. So, yeah, I'm always always happy to uh, 
get suggestions. Of course, um, if you um, have any questions that you would like to be asked in uh, Friday Night Deadline, then send those in as well. Yeah. Keep sending in your questions from the community. We've, got, we've had some really great ones the last couple of weeks, as, you, as you've heard on today's episode, so keep sending those in. One thing we should say is uh, if you listen to us on iTunes, then always uh, hit subscribe and give us a rating as well, because that will always help us out. And if you listen on Audio Boom, then please do the same. Uh, so we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Waiting on the Bonus Points. We're always happy to help you out with your FBL team, so if you have any questions for our panel, follow or tweet us at FBL underscore Herald. Ben jij prijsbewust? Nu extra MB's bij de Sony Xperia XA2. Voor 19,50 per maand, 300 minuten of sms'jes en 1500 MB internet tijdens de Ben Prijsbewustweek. Kijk op ben.nl Let op, geld lenen kost geld.